Diamoso shatai yandaramoso ko. Si handaramosa shatai yandaramosa shatan diamoso ko. I'm going to be whispering because I do not want to wake up my neighbors or my son. It is 2.34 in the morning and we really need to just allow God to be God and whoever he gets up at this hour to pray and intercede because I can feel a strong sense of the spirit of jealousy trying to attack many of us as believers. We don't have to be jealous over anything, anyone, or any place. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody is gifted. Many of us are jealous when our friends have other friends. Many of us get jealous when we see people that we know go places that we weren't invited. Many of us get jealous when we see people doing things in ministry and we look at ourselves. Anytime you look at someone's accomplishment, I look at someone's accomplishments and I start looking at myself and not in the sense of saying, okay, God, thank you for that. I'm going to come up higher. Instead, okay, let me just do something too. That's a competitive spirit. A competitive spirit is a spirit that operates in envy and jealousy. And if not caught by admitting and submitting to God, denying that spirit, it can become very toxic. It's set up to destroy you and to destroy me. Hallelujah. Cannot engage, cannot become entangled, cannot entertain any negative spirit because the spirit is not for you. That demonic spirit is against you and I. Is set up to destroy you and I, no matter how pleasing it may seem to the flesh to argue back, but that argument is set up to destroy you and I, no matter if you want to come to work late because everybody else do, and you usually come on time, but yet everybody have a raise, but you is set up to destroy you. So take the tension off of you because the tension on you, it sets you up to fall. It sets me up to fall. Every person that we have read about, even ourselves, as we walk in this walk with God, we are still being written as we walk alongside God's writing. You understand? Because we're still here walking out what's already been written. So be very mindful regarding your emotions and my emotions. Many of us are walking around so jealous over each other and we don't have to be. You understand many of us have in our heart, how come you get to get the house? How come the grace is over your life? How come you're favored? How come I'm still waiting? How come you know I don't? How come you on the front line? How? Whenever we even question how come someone is being blessed and we wish as if it was us, that's saying, I'd rather it be me than you. That's saying, I'd rather be with God and I'll leave you behind because I see myself more than I see and higher than I see you. So be very careful because that jealousy spirit will have you to go above and beyond in a demonic area. It will have you to work over the clock in a demonic area. It's set up to frustrate. It's set up to overwork. Hallelujah. When God has already worked it out for you and I. We don't have to operate that from the north, south, east, or west. This message is to all of us. All around this middle round, there is a very strong sense of jealousy. 
And we don't have to be jealous over no one's promotion, no one's season, no one's life change, no one's increase, no one's ministry, no one's friendship, no one's acceleration. We don't have to be jealous over the grace of God. He's the one who's blessing. So it's pretty much saying, God, why them and not me? And the reason why you and I are not seeing what he's doing, because we're looking at someone else's path. Keep your focus in your own path. Keep your eyes on God. Same goes for me. Many people got so many tricks up their sleeve when we operate in envy and jealousy. And you don't have to be afraid of no devil. You don't have to be afraid of no demon. Because every time you operate Christ-like, you're going to always be a step further than anyone who is not. Simple as that. Now you pray for your neighbor. I pray for my neighbor as they pray for you and they pray for me. But do not be a person to be conformed to this world. Let go of the ways of trickery. Trickery, trickery, excuse me, is not set up for you to accomplish. Trickery is not set up for you to win. Trickery is set up for you to lose. Knowing what to say and choose not to say it, that's setting you up to lose. Being sneaky and hiding things when you're supposed to be open and revealed is setting you and I up to lose. Can easily call someone on the phone. I can call you on the phone, but instead I'm going through a whole scheme, a whole skit to see how I can call you out. Like God don't see. God is always on the side of victory. So it's setting us up to lose. You think you can envy and win? I think I could be jealous and win. No, we could always lose. Holy Spirit say, get up and pray. And sometimes you just sitting there, I'm sitting and I'm soaking and I'm soaking. But guess what? When we soak enough, we become a full sponge that's ready to be wrenched. And we are wrenched and drenched in majesty and honesty and modesty. I declare right now that every evil be put to shame. I declare right now every sneaky demon be put to shame and remain deaf, dumb, and blind and under our feet. I declare, I proclaim, I decree in Jesus' name that every form of wickedness remain under our feet. I plead the blood over your life. I plead the blood over mine. I plead the blood over your family. I plead the blood over your purpose. I plead the blood over your breakthrough. I plead the blood over the seasonal change in your life. No devil can rob you. No devil can stop you. No devil can do anything but watch it. Come on, come on. If someone do anything and they don't tell you, that's not an opportunity for failure. That's an opportunity for success. Because if you're honest about your walk, people are going to want to be around you. Because God said, I will draw all men, not just those who are in the body, not just those who are not in the body. He said, I will draw them all unto you. That means people are going to want to be around you. But when we start setting up treasures for ourselves in the earth, people are going to start walking away. When people see how they don't live, 
and another person, they're not going to want to become entangled because we feel like we have invested our loyalty, our devotion unto God, being committed with our walk, that we're not going to allow any person, place, or thing, especially ourselves, rob ourselves. Do you understand? So be very mindful how you think. Me be very mindful how I think. We know what's God. We know what's not God. We know we have evil thoughts. Those thoughts don't originate in the kingdom. So why entertain failure? Why entertain a ditch that's digging deep to be dark in your life? The devil is setting you up to expose you, setting me up to expose me if I operate in that way. He wants us to be exposed, to be made out a liar because his purpose is to keep people away from God. So to destroy you, you're not purposeful. I'm not purposeful because I'm in the kingdom. So I'm no longer here in the earth for him to use me. We don't want to gain a lot of people who look up to us and start seeing things way below. We don't want to operate in ways that are not like God and be so filled with anger and so filled with demonic deception that we don't even see that we are walking like that. And we shouldn't be around people who we see being caught in a snare and don't say anything because we're afraid to tell them that. You have to be that honest to let your people know what's going on. Like like uh, Moses said, let my people go. Let that be your declaration. Devil, let God's people go. Let their minds go. Let their hearts go. Let their souls go. Let them go. Get your hand off their purpose. Get your hand off their promises. Get your hand off their provisions. Get your hands off of what God has written concerning them. Get your hands off the agenda. Get your hands off. Take your hands off of their mouths. Take your hands off of their hearts. Take your hands off of their hands. Take your hands off of their feet. They're walking in victory and not in failure. It doesn't matter if you denied. You always have access. See, God is always greater. God is going to always be higher. So stay with the higher source. Stay with the great I am. So you continue to be great who you are. So many tricks and schemes all around. But you don't go down. You continue to grow up. Be the example. It can either happen two ways, good or bad. You keep walking in the good. And every time you and I do, it ignores bad. You and I feel without yes that no is not even an option. It doesn't matter who comes to you, who says anything. Because we're not out to make our father be a mockery. So don't become entangled with any demon. That's Satan's agenda to rob you. Sometimes people could come to you and say what they see others do. Just to get a reaction out of you. People are begging for attention. And it's nothing but the devil who's seeking after your attention. So you have to know why you say yes to Christ. Why you say yes to God. Why you receive Holy Spirit and fill with Holy Spirit. Why? 
You don't have to be. Why do you continue to press? Why do you continue to use your faith? Why do you continue to believe in a world that you cannot physically see, hear, taste, touch, smell? Why? Because you believe. So allow your belief to overtake anything else that's contrary to a believer. Father, I plead the blood over this day. Because we have a blood bought right. Anything that's cricket is made straight now. Any no is yes now. Any wickedness, it has bowed right now. We don't walk in fear. We walk by faith. And I come against division during this time of togetherness. I come against envy during this time of togetherness. I come against jealousy during this time of togetherness. Anytime you hide what God is about to do and you don't want to expose what God is doing and through you and it involves other people, that is out of insecurity and maliciousness. I can let you know, but I choose not to. Why? Because you're afraid of failure. You're afraid if you let people know that it can get to a place and a point where something can happen and go wrong. And that's a lie. That's a snare of the enemy. That's like me hiding my promotion for my colleagues. And I have a promotion and a pay increase, but I don't want them to know until a certain day. But the news is already out. So why hide that from them when I am also a part of them? So be very mindful. Who are we being entertained by? Because God said we entertain angels unaware. And don't forget, we can also entertain demons. See, anything tricky is treacherous. Anything that's sneaky is sinful. And we're going to always fall that way. It's going to always be seen that others are a step ahead of us walking with God because it's the truth. Anytime we walk like God, we are a step further than anybody who is not. You can't, I cannot focus on any lies or any confusion. It doesn't even matter. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from any foolishness. Because the devil wants to keep things in the atmosphere stirred up so he can make a fool out of us, his foolishness. But you are upon a firm foundation. You cannot stand firm in foolishness. Neither can I. So don't allow the the devil, excuse me, to trick you, trick me into thinking that we can go far being deceived. We know what good behavior is and what bad behavior is like. We know what sneaky is or being open and honest is like. And if we decide to be in a huddle and being sneaky and conniving, we will be exposed in all that we do. God says everything that we do, it shall be exposed. And if we do anything behind the four walls that is unto God, he said he will reward us openly. Just because a person doesn't say anything doesn't mean they don't know. And I'm going to tell you like this, in a nutshell... 
the more we become like Christ, the more we perceive like Christ, the more we are aware like Christ, the more we can see like Christ. You can see past all of the deception. You can see through people. You can discern very well the more we become like Christ. That's like Christ standing next to Christ. He can perceive himself very well, looking at himself so well. So what do you think and how do you think God perceives from you when you look in the mirror? Same goes for me. And a lot of times when we look in the mirror, we're looking at each other because we all are three-part being. We all been given the ability to receive a life of grace and a new covenant. We all have the audacity to plead the blood. We all have a right to be seated. God has created all of us to get along so we can go alongside him and remain there on his side with him. A friend in Jesus is a friend to be mimicked like him. I'm not a friend if I talk you outside of him. I'm not a friend if I start being demonic unlike him. I'm not a friend if it feels good to operate in the flesh and is distancing me from him because how I'm treating you. We have to really get this principle. How we treat each other is how we treat him. It doesn't matter how much we know about him, love him, shake in his presence, fall to the floor, roll on our knees. It doesn't matter. If you don't treat each other as he treats us, then we're not doing anything like him. We have no parts with him. Because he said, what I do unto you, how much more you do it unto each other. And I'm your Messiah and I'm washing your feet. Now help out your neighbors the same as I just helped you. Now we're not helping each other, we're hindering. Simple as that. There's no in-between. There's no such thing as helping sometimes and hindering the other. There's no way Holy Spirit has allowed me to go back to sleep. Too much envy, too much jealousy going on. There are too many of us looking around to find someone to catch them slipping so we can say something just to keep something going. That's nothing but Satan. Now, how can I go from worshiping God to now being demonic? That's how quick he comes. And the thing is, when we're under his attack, many of us know it's not a godly behavior, but we see ourselves as a victim. And that's how he attacks. Because he tries to rob us of our victory to have us to think that we are a victim. Have us to think that we are against. If you think that your neighbor is against you, then you are a victim to the snare of the enemy. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And if you forget that with your demonstrations and I forget that with my thought life, then I became under the snare of the enemy. I became caught right in the snare of the enemy demonically can't be with the enemy angelic I release shame to every demonic wickedness and I proclaim the righteousness of God Father I'm saying what you say and these words come from you so release your demonstration of power that those who operating under the snare by being in the snare of the enemy, that they now be loosed. 
be loosed. In Jesus' name, be loosed. How to remain loose from every snare of the enemy. We don't have no need to even want to be who we're not. Your life, my life, is going to mimic what I believe. My personality is going to mimic what I believe. My thought life, your thought life, what we believe. We walk like God. We always win. And even if we're not even aware, we already won. Because the battle is not ours. It belongs to the Lord. So if my ways are not his ways, then who am I acting like? You and I have to really see God in everything. You and I have to really see God in everyone. Because Christ is about to start calling things out of people into other people. And I don't think any of us want that. Because when we walk like Christ, you're going to see things. And what's the purpose of seeing and not proclaiming? That doesn't make any sense. That's why God said and he saw. So if I don't say, then how can I ever see? How can I see you free, me free, if I don't say what I see? If I don't speak against what is against me, then it may come up on me. If I keep watching any of you and you keep watching me in deception, and I have eyes to see the deception, and don't go to God and say what I ought to say over your life and declare and decree over your life and intercede for you and be led by Holy Spirit as to what to do regarding you and life. Then what's on you became a part of me. Simple as that. Because there's a reason why I chose to not do anything. And many of the times that we choose, matter of fact, every time that we choose not to is because of a demonic reason. So that means it came up on me too. Because of fear. I don't want to tell you anything. Because of an assumption. Don't want to tell you anything. Because I'm thinking it's going to go wrong. I don't want to say anything. I'm panicking. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to pry. I don't want to say anything. And that's not even a mind of Christ, period. If Christ thought that way, nobody would be saved. I don't want no one to think that. I don't even want Adam to think that, you know. <laughs> I'm stepping on his toes. I don't want him to think I'm calling him out for what he has done. I don't want him to feel condemned. I don't want to prejudge him. No, call that demon out for what it is. Like Christ did Peter. Satan, get out of here. Get thee behind me, Satan. Having a conversation with Peter and said, Satan, get thee behind me. Because he was a third party present and Christ called it out. You ever see the movie 
the passion of Christ. The scene when he was being crucified, he looked up and seen Satan there as that short, ugly looking demon that was smiling at Christ. Like, yeah, that's how small Satan is. He appeared to look so big. But he is so small. And I'm not talking about in the sense of demeanor. I'm talking about, or in the sense of posture. I mean, in a sense of dominion, power, authority. He is so small because he has none. You will always be bigger. I will always be bigger than him, even as a sinner. Because Christ dealt with sin, period. So we don't have to operate in the ways that we currently offer us who are. So why proclaim communion and we're not even walking for us who are not in resurrection power based and built upon how we treat each other? How can I be a tree of life being planted in the vine and I bear no good fruit? Now, there's bad fruit and there's good fruit. Bad fruit is bitter, cold-hearted, malicious, lustful, angry, unforgiving. That's bad fruit. Bitter, that's bad fruit. You already know our fruit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, Meekness, temperance, against such, there is no law. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. That is our blueprint. That is our base. A clear reflection. Self-explanatory. On how to be and to remain. This is my time for now. Continue to walk your walk. Continue to focus on Christ. Never forget your identity. That the life that you now live, I now live. Nevertheless, not I, nor you, but Christ who dwelleth in me and you. So be mindful what you say as I do and be mindful what you do as I do. You cannot allow the devil to take your emotions and put them on you because it's set up to rob you. Satan never comes to help. So if I'm operating the flesh and if I'm feeling ways that I know I shouldn't feel, why am I jealous? Why am I mad you have new friends? Why am I mad I'm not with you? Why am I mad that you're not blowing my phone up? Why am I mad? Why am I jealous that you get a house that I'm asking God to give me? You have to realize covet to covet, covetedness, it means to want exactly what belongs to somebody else. That means to want what somebody else's name is on. And many of us do that all the day long. 
I wish I had that business. See, that business has somebody else's name on it. Now, do you want a business? Then get the business and go out to the business and seek God regarding what has your name on it. See, God never said not to seek him for what you see him doing others. Okay, God, I know you have things for me, but it cannot be the same thing. You understand? Regarding anything. Those shoes, I went to the store to buy. How can they end up on your feet? You understand? How can I want your promotion? When a template has your name on it. The letter of recognition has your name. The season that you are in has your name on it. Where you are with God in your life has your name. Why would I ask God for your candy? No, Father, send me to the store and let me get something that I want. We have to start coveting each other and start covering each other with praise, support, motivation, dedication. The devil always have us to feel like we are victim. That's how he takes the victory. Don't let him. Always have us, and guess what? He have us to lie about us being victimized. Here's an example in the word, Bible reference, the story of Saul and David. Saul went around telling people what he was doing to David. David was trying to do to him. He's trying to kill me. Tell me where he is. He hates me. He's mean to me. And Saul know he was doing that to David. And thank God that Jonathan seen it. And everybody who knew David knew it. A lot of times when we hear a person be exalted, we become jealous. Let you be on a job and they're talking about how good you are. Somebody going to say, well, I'm here too. How many times somebody talk good about you or me and somebody say, well, you don't know what I know. Then where'd that come from? How many of us plot to be around people just to see? Then where'd that come from? Many of us studying each other to see if we can find each other in failure. Where does that come from? There are prayers that rout out demons. Don't you know this? There are so many books out here that you and I can read. But don't get caught up of reading everyone's revelation. You understand? Not saying that is wrong, but it's going to stop and shorten you from receiving a fresh one from God concerning you. If I look to find God in all the books and all the CDs and DVDs and everywhere I go, and that's my way of hearing God, then what does that put me having an ear to hear the voice myself? Allow the spirit to flow. 
allow the angels to do what they've been commissioned to do today in your life, in my life. You have to continue to tell yourself, I'm not going to operate in the ways of the world. It's up to you to keep ministering to yourself because there's no way we can keep ministering to other people and we're not ministering to ourselves. That's called neglect. And that's why God gives us self-love, self-care. And self-love and care is just not on the outside. Because I cannot impart in you from the outside in. Impartation comes from the inside out, inwardly. And what's inwardly seen in me is what's clearly visible from God's kingdom. My faith is clearly seen because I choose to walk in what I believe, even though I don't naturally see it yet. Everything that you and I believe, what God has said, and we have not seen it yet, that's our faith on display. Now, every time that we are not certain, not sure about what's going on, it doesn't mean try to force it. Because God will always be demonstrated. But never forget, there's also another father. And God calls him a father of lies who also can demonstrate. But that father makes us out to be a fool because he's already a fool. A fool is to know the truth and choose to continue to walk in a lie. To know what's right and still decide to do something wrong. I know it's right to not cuss you out, but I'm still going to do it because it feels good because you're doing it to me. Foolish. Foolish is being a child and not childlike as an adult. So let us not grow weary in well doing, especially during a time as this, because I notice if you on board, you on board. If you're not, you're not. And if we're not mimicking Christ, we in the back. Simple as that. We can't hide that. We can't go near people to try to take up for that. There is nothing that we can do with that. It's either we are or we're not. My mother, my father, my job, no one who knows me can help me how God can help me. No one can take the place of God in your life and my life and that be a reality. So be mindful what we demonstrate and how we demonstrate and who we demonstrate amongst each other. Because God is going to always be exalted no matter what. We cannot come together and become toxic. That is contrary to fellowship and agape love. That spirit of jealousy is moving around fast. You ever felt coming from somebody, why you? And you looking like, what do you mean, why me? Without even saying anything. Because you're perceiving what they're saying. And they can perceive you feel the way that you feel. We're back in return. Because we're all created to be like God. That's why we can sit in the room with somebody who we know talk about us. And we talk about them and we still can say, hey, what's up? Because we perceive like our father. 
but we acting fake and phony like Satan because he's faking like he cares, but he's coming to have us caught in a snare. He's faking like he cares about how we feel by putting attention on us. And we agree, yeah, you're right. But the whole time, he know he's dead wrong. So be mindful who you're representing. Because our lives should look like Christ. Nothing missing, lacking, no broken. If I'm not being nice, I'm not Christ-like. If I don't accept what God says to me, I'm not accepting Christ. If I start all the chaos and all the trickery and I'm thinking I'm going to succeed in that way, I'm not operating like Christ. If I'm still not watching what I say, I'm not operating like Christ. How can someone be so quick to tell people what you can and cannot do, what you can and cannot have? Many of us are so quick to bash one another. Why does it matter how much somebody make? Why does it matter that someone shouldn't make more than you or me? Why does it matter in a sense that it destroys us to see someone else blessed? That's a selfish person. That's Satan. He didn't want us to be created. That's why he got kicked out. He wanted to stay how it was. Why you need to create them? And why are they going to be in your image and likeness? Why you didn't do that for us? Why you make us archangels? Why they can't be archangels and we be people? He was best. I can make a movie off of that day. <laughs> when Christ said, thank you, God. Now is the time. When God said to Christ, now is the time. That wasn't just one day of happening. That went on for a minute. And there's no time in the kingdom. But that went on for some time. That he made his way around the entire kingdom to see who he can devour. And that's what we do walking like Satan. We're going to become Satan-like and not Christ-like. Looking around, see who can get on our side and agree with us as we agree with Satan. And if you're not careful, you're going to wind up looking like Satan. So will I. How many times somebody called me or somebody shared something with me that wasn't okay and I begin to agree with them and not even see God's advice. I don't know how many times I'm on a job and somebody complained about somebody else's work performance. And I'm like, yeah, that's not right, yo. But guess what? What is that even doing? That's making an atmosphere of gossip, an atmosphere of maliciousness and not being honest. And when that person go to work, we all, hey, we missed you yesterday. And we really didn't. Just wanted you to come and do your job. See? Sometimes God would say, okay, let this person do. And many of us would say, well, I am not doing it. I'm not going to do that, God. God would say, go sow that seed. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving them nothing. But I'm, I'm a cheerful giver, though. See? Go call that person on the phone. Uh-uh. I only want to talk to them. But I love my neighbors. I love myself, though. Come on, somebody. I'm happy for everybody. Just as long as nobody passes me, though. Oof. Holy Spirit. Mm. I want the best for you. 
just as long as you don't seem better than me. When we see a person taking off, many of the times we are jealous. If you see somebody you honor, honor someone and put their hands all around them, many of us like, I wish that was me. People win the lottery every day and how many of us in the body say, I wish that was me. People get married. I wish that was me. And some of us say, how can they get married? They don't even live like I live. All this I do, and how come I'm still single? Mm. How come this person is so happy and I have more things than them and I'm miserable? Mm. I realized something. That God can give us his promises by dates and times sometimes. He can say around this time next year. And it's mentioned a lot in the Bible. That's how Samuel came in contact with Saul. For Samuel to anoint Saul. In the city of Ephraim. While he was looking for his father. Sheep. Kish. His father, and what alarmed me was that Holy Spirit would not allow me to sleep, and God says, "So shall your sleep be sweet." Yeah, but you're going to have a sleepless night. If Holy Spirit is revealing things unto you that shouldn't be. And we have to be very careful how we living because a person that is open unto God, he's going to sit there and give them things to pray about. And that's why I'm on here right now. Because we can't live like that. It's so amazing that Kish, which is Saul's father, and he's also the grandson of Abiel, as a Benjamite, but ended up in Ephraim to be anointed. And Saul said, I am just a Benjamite. I'm in a tribe and a clan that's the least of all of them. What can I do? That's not doubting himself. That's not seeing himself higher than he ought to think. And that's why God finished where he started. Because he humbled himself. Moses never told God no. He just said, when am I supposed to tell Pharaoh? <laughs> Who do I tell him you are? Jeremiah said, you know, yes, he's listening. He never said no to the call. No one never said no to the call. They just were questioning the calling upon their life. <laughs> How can I do this? Because they saw themselves from the outside in, not the inside out. 
And many of us look at each other that way and we're using our head and not our heart. How can we ever say how come someone and not us? Come on, come on, come on. So, Father, I thank you for this message that you used me to say this morning. I lift it up, God. I thank you so much for everything you're doing through our lives. Thank you for every blessing upon blessing. Thank you that we only want what you say. We come against the hand of the enemy. We would not fall into a snare, a trap of deception. We are aware that a deception does not care for us. Deception is not there for us to succeed, but there to rob. We are aware if we're not operating in our godly behavior, our godly character, it is definitely the opposite. And Father, we come too far to allow anything, especially ourselves, to deceive ourselves from receiving who we really are as to what you want us to do. So I release this prayer in your hands, Father. And I thank you for you seeing us through. You be glorified in all that we do. And we thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Enjoy loving on people. You don't have to hide your feelings and your emotions. But make sure that they are with compassion and mercy and patience and self-control. You have to deny a lack of self-control. Many of us get furious when we see someone's story with other people. We get furious when we, you know, see people do things without us. Oh, no one called me. Oh, no one told me about a promotion. Oh, you couldn't tell me you got promoted? I was about to. Oh, well, <laughs> and we see someone say, oh, I got, you know, a truck. Oh, okay. Good for you. Inside, like, darn, why did I get a truck? We don't have to live like that. When we, when we are sincere about being genuine and happy for others, we'll see God move for us. In Jesus' name, I love you.